Hands. I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. Well, he huffed and he puffed and he puffed and he huffed and he huffed and he puffed, but he could not get the house down. At last, he had no breath left to huff and puff with, so he sat down outside the little pig's house and thought for a while. Presently, he called out, "A little pig." I know where there is a nice field of turnips. Where? said the little pig. Behind the farmer's house, three fields away. And if you will be ready tomorrow morning, I will call for you, and we will go together and get some breakfast. Very well, said the little pig. I will be sure to be ready. What time do you mean to start? At six o'clock, replied the wolf. Well, the wise little pig got up at five, scampered away to the field, and brought home a fine load of turnips before the wolf came. At six o'clock, the wolf came to the little pig's house and said, "Little pig, are you ready?" "Ready!" cried the little pig. "Why, I have been to the field and come back long ago, and now I am busy boiling a pot full of turnips for breakfast." The wolf was very angry indeed. But he made up his mind to catch the little pig somehow or other, so he told him that he knew where there was a nice apple tree. Where said the pig, round the hill in the squire's orchard, the wolf said. So if you will promise to play me no tricks, I will come for you tomorrow morning at five o'clock, and we will go there together and get some rosy-cheeked apples. The next morning, piggy got up at four o'clock. And was off and away long before the wolf came. But the orchard was a long way off, and besides, he had the tree to climb, which is a difficult matter for a little pig. So that before the sack he had brought with him was quite filled, he saw the wolf coming towards him. He was dreadfully frightened, but he thought it better to put a good face on the matter. So when the wolf said, "Little pig, why are you here before me? Are they nice apples?" He replied at once, "Yes, very. I will throw down one for you to taste." So he picked an apple and threw it so far that whilst the wolf was running to fetch it, he had time to jump down and scamper away home. The next day, the wolf came again and told the little pig that there was going to be a fair in the town that afternoon, and asked him if he would go with him. "Oh yes," said the pig. "I will go with pleasure. What time will you be ready to start?" At half past three," said the wolf. Of course, the little pig started long before the time, went to the fair, and bought a fine large butter churn, and was trotting away with it on his back when he saw the wolf coming. He did not know what to do, so he crept into the churn to hide, and by so doing, started it rolling. Down the hill it went, rolling over and over, with the little pig squeaking inside. The wolf could not think what the strange thing rolling down the hill could be, so he turned tail and ran away home in a fright, without ever going to the fair at all. He went to the little pig's house to tell him how frightened he had been by a large round thing which came rolling past him down the hill. <laughs> Laughed the little pig. So I frightened you, eh? I had been to the fair and bought a butter churn. When I saw you, I got inside it and rolled down the hill. This made the wolf so angry. That he declared that he would eat up the little pig, and that nothing should save him, for he would jump down the chimney. 
but the clever little pig hung a pot full of water over the hearth and then made a blazing fire, and just as the wolf was coming down the chimney, he took off the cover and in fell the wolf. In a second the little pig had popped the lid on again. Then he boiled the wolf and ate him for supper, and after that he lived quietly and comfortably all his days and was never troubled by a wolf again. Beauty and the Beast by Marie Le Prince de Beaumont 